Today is March 29th, 2021. David, how's it going? Yo, Cal, I want to start. First of all, I want to acknowledge that both of us are lying in our beds talking. Yeah. We are. Which is not, dude, it feels so relaxing, bro. I'm, I'm glad glad you're trying it out. It's really relaxing. Um, yeah, and it's nice but, to know that you're doing it as well. Because, like, if, yeah. I, if you know what I mean, what if I was sitting and you were lying down? Like, Which that wouldn't work. Kind of, that's true. That, that That is kind of awkward. Sorry, I should have probably mentioned that to you earlier. Anyways. Um, but yeah, no. Um, yeah, so I, I, I really want to start off with like kind of just detailing out my day to day because um, I, I think today is is a good day to remember. I think because uh, I, I started to I started the, I woke up this morning with a with a fat L. I was planning on going swimming at seven with a friend in the morning. By the way, um, so already that was kind of like rough. But I you know I was gonna wake up early and shit, and I woke up massive headache. I was like, fuck, man. So I had to cancel that. And then in the morning, mm-hmm. I found out that I forgot to turn in one of my assignments from last night. Like, I finished Shit. it. I just fell asleep before I could do it. Um, and so that's that's that sucks. But, I mean, it's not a big assignment. And in the end, I I can make it up. Uh, not make it up. It's a zero. But um, I did this extra assignment so that... Um, so this was a lab assignment. And yeah. Um, so I have a zero for that, but like they also change your lowest lap score to a full score. Um, oh, so, so nice. that works out for me. Um, but yeah. still it was, it felt really bad, you know, cause like I did all of it and then just forgot to turn it in. Mm. And overall, yeah, that, like, sucks. that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like if you didn't do it and you didn't like shit, you already knew that. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you already braced yourself. But, um, overall this weekend, I think I took. I took the advice a bit too hard. Like I, I followed the advice by saying, "Oh, um, I'm going to take a break this 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 weekend," because um, last weekend was just hell uh, in terms of work. Yeah, and and I don't know. I I think that's too. You know how like it's like sleeping for eight hours. No, sleeping for three hours, like for a whole week, and then on one day you just sleep for like twenty. You know, it doesn't work like that. You, know, you actually, yeah. I think you actually feel worse doing that. I, yeah, I agree. You know, so I I think I have to keep my weekends pretty consistent in terms of work. Yeah. Um, yeah. Otherwise, it just you know goes the balls, and I start my week off bad. You know that that's the problem. Um, and and that's what I really felt. You know, like I woke up and took two massive L's in the morning before my first class started. And and during class, I just couldn't focus and shit. So it just started off like a shitty morning, but um, I turned it around. I turned it around. I. After my last class ended at two forty-five, I you know took, I went to go take out the trash, submitted my COVID test, and I took a shower. And showers help a lot in terms of like cleansing yourself. You know, just like Hell resetting. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying, dude. So yeah, I did that and came back. I did a meeting, and then I went to go play tennis um, with a friend. Tennis. I got I got kind of smoked though. Um, my serve was not on point. It was kind of windy too, so that's what I blame. But still, it was fun. Yeah, got some wind. exercise in. Went to go get food at the dining hall. Came back and normally on a normal day, I would come back and like, just, you know, do random shit and not get my work done, you know, mm-hmm. and like throw away my night. But yeah. today, I just got straight into my work. Got some stuff done. Got my chem homework done. Um, had a meeting with someone else. And 
edited my podcast a bit and read a little bit more of Flowers for Algernon. And now I'm here recording a podcast with you. And today's overall, I think, is one of those few days where I've been able to save a day. You know, I think we both talked about how, you know, like <laughs> we our day has to start well in order for it to go well. And if it starts bad, we just can't <laughs> rescue it. Yeah, yeah. And but you've been saving it? Yeah, today I, I think I saved it a bit, you know. It's very well, rare. <laughs> like like normally if I take an L in the morning, the entire day's an L. So saving it is impressive. Yeah, but like I mean, that's I'm in my opinion, that's, that's even harder than just like having a good day through and through. Exactly. So, exactly. yeah, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Um, yeah, so and and have. flowers for Algernon. Flowers yeah, that's for Algernon. Man. Yeah, bro, I can't believe I've never heard of this book beforehand before you recommended it to me. Like, it's a crazy good book, man. How far? Um, are you? I'm, so I'm at the part where so at this point he's like getting seriously smart um oh, oh fuck so you went well no no no, no. i don't know about well i don't know how f- smart he gets so I don't okay know. yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. But he's at the point he's at the point where he recently found out that gimpy uh, has been stealing from doctor uh from mr donner oh yeah and he's having a moral dilemma he's having a moral dilemma and yeah. and yeah. and it's funny like in that quote you know he's like it's ironic how increasing my intelligence didn't solve my problems hmm and and I don't know if it's, this represents that quote, you know, like ignorance is bliss. Yeah. But it kind of feels like that. And it kind of feels like it kind of feels like how like learning is and like learning general stuff about like the world around us. Yeah. You know, like yeah. there's this common quote it's like in, in school, in college, you know, all that you learn to learn is learn how to hate the society you live in and learn how fucked up everything is <laughs> with no real yeah. solution. You just get to learn about it. Right. Um, but, but Cal, I'm beginning to realize like what your, where your sentiment is coming from in terms of wanting to be around college students and like learn, like that's, that's exactly what Charlie is talking about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to just surround himself. Um, man, and it, it, fuck, you need to finish this book because like, holy shit, more stuff. I'm sure there's more. There is more stuff going on. Like. <sighs> damn has he so he, he's so so he just oh, found never out mind. he, he yeah, just found out that, you're at. he just found out that gimpy stole and he he also recently went on his first outing with miss killian miss killian um, yeah uh, so so like a dinner and a movie and he really wants to like do more with oh my fucking god you're right <laughs> oh my fucking god oh my dude oh my god you oh, just fucking shit. wait. You just fucking wait. Dude. I just realized how you said that this is. Oh my god, bro! What the fuck, dude? Well, the, the deeper I get into that book, the more I was just like, David, David, David. Like I just kept like it's oh, just such an. Oh my god! It, it's a really over exaggerated version of your life, mm-hmm. from what I can tell. So, and what what's great about that book is it's such a quick, like easy on the brain read. You know, it's not like you're needing to like reread pages and like what the hell is going on yeah it's it's nice and he, and the fact that he's like gets more and more articulate as time goes on yeah it's like it's like easing you into like harder and harder reading levels yes yeah i was just about to say that which like, i love oh man yeah this is this is shaping up to be probably my favorite book of like literally all time like yeah yeah it's so my, far, i would say it's uh-huh. my favorite book yeah so far i would say like 
for some reason, it reminds me. Do you know the tale of Despero? <sighs> no, I don't. Okay, well, it's not really that related. It's also about a mouse um, who, like, falls in love with a princess. But I just remember, like, as a kid, like, feeling good about that book. Yeah. Anyways, that's not really that related. But, um, but yeah, no, this is a really... I really appreciate this recommendation. Um, no so problem. I'm going through it. I'm probably going to finish it in a few days, honestly, because it's just that interesting. And it's so personal. And that's what I love about it. Like, if you're going to write in the first person, especially, like, in a journal entry format, like, tell me your deepest, darkest secrets. Like, don't bullshit me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this book is no bullshit. So I think it's perfect for you. Yeah. 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 But, um, I don't know. It, it has made me think about like doing journaling, you know, yeah, but yeah. I tried today, you know, I tried, it's just too slow. It's just too slow. I, I don't know. Maybe, well, maybe, maybe I'll get used to it or something, but I feel, I still feel like this, but then again, like I can't really necessarily say everything on here, you know? So it's funny like, enough. It's, yeah. Uh, funny enough. Actually, yeah, the char- Charlie Wool has that same issue. That's at one point in the book. So point. just just see how he handles it. How about that? Yeah, that's for sure. that's a good point. Because because yeah, journaling it is slow. I don't know why I like it. Like it's something about just having a good pen and writing. You just can't beat it, and I I don't mind that it's slow. I think it really gives me time to think about what the hell I'm gonna write. But at the same time, like you know, there's I like just talking because it's so fast yeah how long are your journal entries and how often do you do them so like some days it's like a literally like three sentences and i'm like work sucked cock laying down (laughs) and then like that's it just to just so i can look back and have a timeline of like how my month what month went and then other days like i've literally journaled like eight pages in a day like back to back eight pages just like i maybe i watched a really good movie and or lately i've been doing poetry in my journal which and i've I've learned how to do poetry i've learned how to do it because my whole life i've hated it because i just never knew how to do it now i know and do you mind so been, uh do you mind no, sharing one can't you don't no, can't? It's, it's too fucking personal it's too oh, personal I got you, I got you, I got you. yeah it's 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 like literally it, it's just you have to let your mind just first thing that pops into your head no matter how stupid it sounds write it down that's that's really how poetry should be done if you have to double if you have to think about something twice it's it's no longer valid like now it's being mediated and it's being changed and there's filters and no first thing that pops into your mind so free association like what charlie did yeah 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 Mm. um so very happy that you're reading this book dude because i feel Mm. like you know, because like we read 1984 together, and I was like, "Damn!" Like I feel like I, we skipped that book. Like we didn't get to do that one together. So I'm hyped. That's true. Hyped. I feel like we should do, we should do one where like we're both reading at the same time too. I agree, but we'll I we'll we'll, we'll we'll find one later. Um, okay. Yeah. Because I still have to get to Hitchhiker's Guide too. Like I feel like I'm just following following your reading list at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, the how about this like. The librarian, uh, the second time around, Alyssa, I'll just say like, yo, David and I are trying to read a book, whatever you recommend. And she she's into philosophical fiction. 
Oh, that's like her favorite shit. Genre. And she's like, she is a god. Like, she knows about every single existentialist philosopher out there and knows every single thing they've ever said. And she will hook us up with some some good books. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. So we'll we'll do well, yeah, I'm definitely down to do that. Yeah, for sure. But um on my end, I'm trying to think what else. I think I'm coming to terms a bit with the person that has occupied my mind a lot. Mm. Um I don't think it's a phase. I really don't. I, I really do think it's something very pr- pretty deep. Yeah. Um and it's so funny too. Like it's kind of fucking cliche. Actually it's really cliche here. But did you know Fault in Our Stars? Yes, I never read it or watched it, but I know what the plot oh, is. Okay, yeah, but there's a quote in there that I kind of remembered for a long time and just kind of popped my head today again. It was like how falling in love is like falling asleep, you know, slowly and then all at once. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just remember like, you know, I I don't throw around, around this word a lot, you know, the the love word. I think I'm scared of it a bit. Are you scared of this word? Love? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm... Shit, I, I'm not reserved with the word. Like, I know you never use love. Yeah, I actually made but, it a thing in school, too. Yeah, yeah, but, like, I'm not reserved with that word. Like, I tell Molly I love her often because my logic is, like, fuck, man. If I die in a car accident or if Molly dies in a car accident and I never got a chance to tell her I loved her that day, that would fucking kill me. I would never be able to live that down you know what i mean so every time we hop in a car that's like the first thing we tell each other mm-hmm. yeah because i mean my, it's, it's funny, very my, dangerous yeah go ahead you no know, i was gonna say no i i actually really get that but it's kind of funny how my philosophy is kind of antithetical to yours which is for me i refrain from using it because i'm afraid on on my well i'm not afraid so um it's more like the more i use it the less it means you know, just like how, yeah. just like how, uh, yeah, it's just like, so for instance, let's say, let's say the word love has a hundred units of love. The word love has a hundred units of love and you use it once in your entire life. It's going to carry that a hundred units of love in meaning. But let's say you use it a hundred times in your life. Well, then each time you do it, it's one unit. And the more times you do it, that unit's smaller and smaller and smaller, and the until really doesn't even mean that much at all. And and actually, this this philosophy kind of is brought down from my parents because like I remember as a kid, I always say like, "Oh yeah, I love you, mom," or "I love you, mom." And then like sometimes I won't help her with the chores, and she's like, "You say all this, but you do it." You know, it's kind of like that classic saying like, "Love is an action, not just a word." Yeah. And from but what I got out of that is also that like you, you using this word too much makes it become an excuse or mm. it becomes meaningless almost and i'm yeah but why i'm scared of it is different why i'm scared of it is because it just seems so foreign and seems so committal to say that you love something you know yeah yeah and i mean molly and i never told each other we loved each other for a long time like I, it was a while like i don't I think we started like kind of dating in October of 2018 and I didn't tell Molly I loved her until like late 2019, which I mean, uh, like around a year, it 
but like that's not even a long time, I guess, in, in some relationship standards. But that's true. That's true. Yeah, I, I, but it, some people wait until marriage. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I know. Some people really do, but I guess I guess I do understand your theory. Like, you know, like the first time you hear a cuss word and it just blows your mind, and you're like oh, terrified true. to even say it. Oh. Good point. And, and now I say the word fuck like it's just any other word. But I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, whoa. It's yeah. hard. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. That's a good point, yeah. actually. But but there's different here's and here's how I kind of differ from the way you look at it is there's different ways to tell people you love them than just saying I love you. And I love you is such a sh- fucking boring and kind of just normal way to say I love you. Yeah. And and even if you've never said it before, like I don't think you're truly expressing your love for someone by just saying I love you. And I don't think that like you need to keep that word like it, like it's not I don't know. I just don't think it's like gonna lose its magic. Cause I think there's other ways of expressing it. That's a tough one though. It's a tough one. Yeah. But I listened to the podcast. Oh, really? Kinda. I skimmed, oh. I skimmed, I would admit. I haven't listened to it start to finish, but I listened, like, last night, I, you know, I had to just, like, see what was up. I, I just wanted to see what was up, David. And very well-spoken, very knowledgeable, uh, and just, she has a very nice voice. That's what I gathered from from listening. And I could see, yeah, I could see it, David. I could totally see why. Hmm. <laughs> I can totally see why. So, yeah, yeah man, you've. All, I could tell that. Like, I'll never forget. I don't know when we were talking about this, but you were talking about just like your ideal date with someone, and we were talking about the train ride, mm-hmm. and how you wanted to like sit down with someone, and you could imagine like having a conversation about like current politics or something. And I was like, mm-hmm. and and while I was listening to the podcast, I could imagine that date happening if you guys had it she actually brought up trains too um it was yeah. it was where it was where she discovered um her concentration she took a train ride in london for about three hours and in that three hours she laid out her entire college plan so that was pretty wow. interesting train rides yeah man but yeah yeah you know it's funny i got the worst advice yesterday um i i, I spoke to another friend and actually i don't know if you know her kaimana yeah, I do know Kamana. Oh yeah, because I know she's friends with Molly too. Um, yeah, yeah, I spoke with her just. Uh, oh right, because she needed some help with some. Uh, some just talking about like UCLA boys. It's kind of funny, but I also brought up this and I asked her like what I should do, and she said, "You'll get over it." And that was probably the worst. Ad- Sorry, Kamana, no offense, but like that was probably the worst advice I've ever gotten. Yeah, it like, is. On one point, I don't want it to get over it. And no. on second point, like when, when I say I don't want to get over it, like I feel, I feel like I shouldn't, you know. Yeah. And and also I feel like, like what does that solve to get over it? Nothing. You know. I feel like I I, I feel like that's actually unhealthy, you know, to get over it. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's just like, in my opinion, that's the same thing of just telling someone a depressed person that they're just going to get over it. <laughs> like it's. It's a feeling. You can't just, it can't just die out all of a sudden. You're just fine. No, exactly. yeah, feelings don't deserve to just hold off like that. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
also um another I, I know i'm taking a lot about a lot of time here but um, go ahead go ahead um i was just listening to music so, so before we started recording i was also listening to some music and was looking at some old photos on my ipad just old photos and it, it, um the photos from when we took a took that trip took that trip to falls creek in santa cruz came up yeah 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 man i miss hiking <sighs> I would, yeah, I, I miss hiking too. And like, no one's down to hike. Yeah. Uh, they don't no understand. Down. They don't understand but, how good it is. Yeah, but like, my neighbors, uh, Kim and Les, like my grandparents, they, they used to go backpacking like every single weekend because he was a teacher. So he had summers off and weekends off. And literally, anytime they had time off, they would go up to Yosemite and go on like a two day hike. They've gone on eight day backpacking trips that were like 50 plus miles long. And they have like all this amazing equipment. And he said that he will literally teach me everything he knows and tell me all the amazing trails. But he's like, promise me that you'll do none of these hikes alone. I was like, damn it. Oh shit. Yeah. Cause he says it's very dangerous to go alone. Oh oh yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Like you could be four days out. Four days away from any sort of humanity, and you like, and your leg is broken, like you're dead, you're dead. Mm. But I'm man, it got me really hyped up. But I really don't have anyone to hike with, and it's not. Mm. I mean, there are some people who'd definitely be willing to hike, but no one would be down to go on like multi-day hikes where like all you eat is like powdered food and Bro. you have to drink. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I. I mean, I'm. I'm. Fuck. I'm. I'm being a. I'm just saying, bro. Um, but dude, yeah, I've been yeah, wanting yeah. to do a backpack trip for so long too, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh my god, we need to do this, bro. If if you are available during summer at all, we have to go on a multi-day biking trip. Like, biking trip? I mean, no, sorry, hiking trip. Oh, okay. Hiking I mean, I'm down to bike too, but I just don't have the bike. Uh, but yeah, dude, that would be amazing. Are there any good hiking? I mean, any good hikes in Boston? Oh yeah. Well, not in Boston, but like half an hour from here, there's the. Uh, actually, no. If you go in a really cool place, you can like maybe drive two two hours away, and there's like this really big lake and mountains besides it. I think. Oh, it's like an amazing. It's how it's snow. Tra- it's a snow trail though. Oh. Um, at this time, I, I don't think. Oh, actually, over the summer, it's going to be a normal trail. Oh yeah. shit! But the summer's gonna be fucking cool. Yeah, there's definitely yeah, places but... to do. I don't know about like Yosemite level stuff, but definitely like stuff. That's good. That's good. But anyways, um, yeah, that's that's kind of how it goes. Like today's just good, you know. Like overall, I feel like peace with myself, which I don't think I felt in a long time. That's that's nice. Like being at peace is the best feeling where you can just like lay down in your bed and you're just so comfortable and you're not stressed about anything and you're just sleeping. Yeah. Like that's, that's a great feeling. Exactly. But, but um, but yeah, yeah. What about, what about you, Cal? So like, remember when we recorded like two days ago Yeah. and I was in a great mood. Yeah. I, I woke up and I felt like absolute shit, man. And, um, very depressed. And I was on my phone for like eight hours, <laughs> like eight, eight hours it's like the worst day i've had in a really long time and i went to work and uh i got everything done as fast as i could and i did it so i could go home early because i felt so terrible and like 
probably would have started crying if they put me on bar or something. And so I just did all my tasking as fast as I could so I could just go home early. And they they were understanding. Because this is my, I've, you know, I had to work 10 days in a row. And I'm on my like eighth day. Mm. Fucking awful. And and I requested, I wanted, I, well, my, my goal with Starbucks was, because I make such good money at Starbucks, like literally $16 an hour plus tips. I was all I wanted to do was work about like twelve to sixteen hours, so I could have four days off uh, to go travel, to do campus tours, to go just see California during my gap year, and they just completely violated my only boundary set, which was that I just wanted twelve to sixteen hours, and now I'm up to like thirty, and in these ten consecutive days, I'm I'm working over like fifty hours. It's fucking miserable. Jesus. And so I'm, I'm literally like, I scheduled a meeting with my manager and I've already nagged her, nagged her about this like twice and she's still up to my hours. And so I need to tell her like, dude, I'm too fucking depressed to have this job. Don't, like, don't you understand that I, I like working here and you can have me here, but just don't give me that many hours. I'm not hour hungry. I don't know if you think I am, but not. Hmm. And and they're supposed to work with you. That's the thing I don't get. Like Starbucks is supposed to, if you request a certain amount of hours, they're supposed to give it to you. Like that's just, that's what it is. So it's really, it's really, really frustrating. And yeah, yesterday I pretty much hit my limit and just broke down. Went home early, which is like just the ultimate sin in Starbucks world, but I don't even give a shit. And I, and it, it sucks. Cause now I kind of hate Starbucks. I, I liked it at first. And it sucks because I, I really thought I had something going here. Like I thought I had a manager that like finally respected me and I thought I had a job that I that was stable and them fucking with my only boundary, man, I just don't feel appreciated whatsoever. Like I feel like they just don't give a shit about me. And, and also like my parents, for some reason, why like Starbucks more than they like me? Like sometimes it feels that way because like I, I had to lie about coming home early because I knew they would have given me shit about it. I had to say that my shift was just short that day because if I didn't, they would have said like, um, like, oh, dude, you can't just leave everyone hanging and like, but at the end of the day, fuck loyalty to Starbucks. They don't give a shit about me, so I don't give a shit about them. And if they can't just give me the simplest thing, then I won't finish my fucking shift if I don't want to. Yeah. So that's simple. Well, I, I guess, you know, to just level out the playing, playing field a bit, like, what, 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 it's just to talk about, like, why your parents want to work, have you, you know, work the full thing. I think it's also yeah. maybe it's like, you know, it's just, are they afraid that you might lose your job or, you know, do no, they, they just, they just to... feel like it, it's this thing that's ingrained in them where they just feel like they have to be loyal to their employer and just be a little bitch. To their employer, like even though their employer doesn't give a flying fuck about them and will replace them in a second if they show any sort of humanity, because that's just what employers do, and that's just that's just a Gen X and a Gen and a Boomer quality. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and, and so, but like, I just don't understand why it's not like I get home. I I, I looked fucking sick probably, <laughs> and and I get home un, unexpectedly early. And it's not like, yo, are you okay? Like, what the fuck's happening? It's like, like, don't tell me you just went home early. What? 
it, it, why do they why do they have more sympathy for Starbucks than for their son? Mm. That's that's where I'm frustrated. Yeah. Do you th- do you think you'll ever like talk to them about this? Yeah, I mean they're probably gonna hear me right now if I'm being honest. So I'll probably have to talk to them after we're done recording. Yeah. <sighs> and it's always been like that. Like every employer I've ever had, they just Yeah, yeah I feel you. They uh, and, and at the end of the day, like if if your mental health is just bad because of work, mm-hmm. fuck work. Like your mental health is more important than the four hour shift you're going to work that day. Like you're sick, call in sick. You need a day to yourself. You need to get help. Mm-hmm. And, and, and fuck all this like sacrificing for your, for your employer. Like, they they won't give you anything back for it at the end of the day because, I mean, there's no money in it. Why, why would you give a shit about your employee if your only duty in life is to make money? Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to say, though, that, you know, and this is something that I kind of haven't realized. And I'm not saying this is your problem, but I just want to, like, just speak from my perspective. And maybe you can take something from this. I don't know, but... You know, yeah, for the longest time too, and this happened just recently, you know, after I got rejected with my fellowship and like I didn't know what I was going to do for my summer, I was really getting worried. Um, I called my parents and, you know, like normally I don't bring them to this shit, but I was like really scared. It's like, yo, I don't know what I'm going to do for my summer. And they were like, you know, they were worried as well. And like the first thing that they did was like start like going, like they Googled themselves like, oh, internships over the summer at Harvard. And it's like, yeah, I done that all that and like they were just looking like oh did you apply for this you apply for this like yes i i did and anyways like their way of helping was to research as much as possible and like to find a, even though it was these these really basic things that i've probably already I, that i've already done yeah. like weeks in advance yeah. um and i got really really frustrated it's like stop stop i just i don't know and i guess i don't even know why i called them you know i, I guess maybe i was looking to for them to say some magic words for me to make me feel better. Well, I know yeah. why you call them. They're your parents and you just wanted, you wanted yeah. them to feel bad for you. That's really what parents are for. Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, no, I it is. You, you wanted, you, like, you didn't call them for no fucking reason. You didn't call them to look up internships. You called no, them. No, no, no. I know. I know, you felt I know. Shitty. Yeah. Yeah. I felt, I felt bad, but like in terms of what I wanted from them, was it really to just, uh, what were you going to do? I guess I'm trying to imagine what the situation would have been like. It's like, yeah, I feel you and all that. And I don't know if I would have felt better. Like, I don't even know sometimes. Like, I know, I think the point of calling your parents is like, I want a solution. I want to not feel this way. But I think we, <laughs> I think I call them not exactly knowing what I want. No, well, not exactly knowing how they can provide that for me. You know, I definitely know I wanted to feel better. And I guess mm-hmm. I called them expecting that somehow there's like this magic word that they can say and I'll feel better. But truth be told, they're equally confused and probably clueless about this more so probably than I am. Well, they're not equipped for parenting. Neither are are my parents. So it's just... Well, no one is in in that sense because all they can do is love someone how they know how to. Just like how I know how to love other people how I do, which is also probably not the best either. You know, actually it's kind of funny. I, um, I re- I've been reflecting how I text and I feel like how mm-hmm. I text may come off as 
really like formal to some people and it's like a- a- anyways the point is like yeah there's lost communication and especially between parents and kids because for me you know i felt for the longest time that my parents didn't understand me and like they just like, didn't like i remember sometimes i would come home like from the podcast and it was like a really good day of the podcast like like we had a fucking banger episode and i was excited and i wanted to tell my parents i was like yo i had a great podcast today and it's like oh great yeah but how school like they didn't catch on to my excitement about the podcast mm. like written off and I was frustrated about that. And my first extinction thought was like, oh, well, what the fuck do they know? They don't care about me or they just want to know about school. Like, I'm trying to imagine myself as a parent and like not being able to catch up, catch, like be able to gauge my kids' interest. And well, the one thing I know what to do is just ask them how their school went. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, I, I think the worst mistake for us is to assume that our parents like don't care for us because I, I think that's the wrong assumption. For me, that's been the longest assumption for the longest time. And it's just, that's the only way they know how to love us, you know? And, and, uh, and maybe maybe talking to them. I, I'm i saying all this as if I've done this shit, but I haven't. I haven't talked to my parents about this at all, actually. So the the, the fact that you're able to or, or can is important, you know? Like I Yeah, I mean, and I rarely do. I, re- no, no, I didn't I know, for the first, like, 18 years of my yeah, life. So. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I like I say all this. I don't even know if I can. Like, I can't imagine myself. Well, first of all, I can't do this over the phone. First, of all, I'm not. I'm not gonna fucking do this over the phone. Oh fuck no! <laughs> yeah, that's that's way too weird. Yeah, um, but yeah. No, I I think for me, learning what I learned most is just giving my parents grace. You know, and and yeah, just because. You know, it's funny. I don't know if... Wait, have I talked to you about, like, how I really want to be a parent? I think I, ha- I definitely have. Yeah, we, we talked about this briefly. We talked a lot about this, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm curious for you as well. Like, have you thought about, like, how you want to raise your kids? Yeah. Like, I'm uh, I'm excited to raise my kids, but... Yeah, bro. Like, advice for you, and this is what my therapist told me, because I was, like... I told my therapist, like, fuck, I can't wait to actually be equipped to have kids. Like, I'm just excited. And she was, like, well just be careful because a lot of people get into parenting and they think that by raising their kids in like this beautiful household, it's also going to suddenly fix what happened in their childhood. Like by giving oh, their kid shit. what they want, that it's like you're getting what you needed, but it, it you'll never be a good parent unless you start with you and getting what you needed, what you need. So and when she said that, I was like, fuck, I, I want oh, kids yeah, because here, I, I, I want. I wanted to have kids because I just wanted to give someone what I've wanted and what I needed my whole life. Yeah. Oh my shit. Oh my god, man. Oh no. <laughs> this is exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. It's like, yeah, I want to give. You know, I want to. I want to get like. I want to pass down all the good parenting stuff that I learned and put away all the bad parenting stuff that I've experienced. Yeah. Like I want to give my my kid a ear to listen to and like. Someone, I, someone who, like, if they mess up, their first thought isn't, oh, shit, what are, what are my parents going to do? Instead, their first thought should be, I need to call my mom and dad. Yeah. You know? Like, oh, shit, yeah. should, I, should I lie to get myself out of this? Or, oh, shit, I better tell my dad real quick what happened. He'll know what to do. Yeah. Like, well, shit. you know what's crazy about my parents? Uh-huh. It's like, I've never known how they've just been able to do this, but, like, no matter how obvious I make it that I'm just fucking miserable, 
they'll never say anything. Like they'll never say anything until I just look at them and say like, guys, I'm not feeling good right now. Like I need to talk to you guys. They, they but literally, but, but I've come, I'll never forget like in sixth grade, I was, this memory just haunts me. Um, I was like more depressed than I've ever been in my entire life in sixth grade for some reason, which is just such a, I feel, I feel like that's too early to, to feel terribly depressed. But I remember I would walk around the house and just take, I would just have a deep, every breath was a deep sigh because like for some reason why, like taking a deep breath and sighing would like give me like a little bit of relief from the depression. And I just had this fucking look on my face and I probably looked like the saddest kid in the world. And I just slouched all the time for like literally three months straight. And my parents just never, never asked me if I was, if anything was wrong. They never reached out to me. So that, that entire episode just went underneath. <laughs> it's probably what I'm dealing with now because, you know, just resurfaces. So <laughs> I'll never forget that. I'll never forget. Like just, I just really, I try to make it as obvious as possible because I was just too afraid to, to tell them. And I just wanted to, wanted them to tell me how I right. feel. Right. Which um, is kind of like a stalemate, you know, which is what parent, but, but when I'm a fucking parent, if my kid looks like he's nearly going to fucking kill himself. <laughs> I'm going to fucking say something. Yeah. I'm going to say something and, yeah. and, I would be happy to sit down and have a conversation with my son about why it's okay to be depressed and all these different things that I've always wanted my parents to say to me. Yeah. But, you know, I think it's difficult to hold our parents' mistakes up against them constantly, though. Cause, I agree. You know, I've had pretty bad memories of some pretty dark times and with my parents, too, and you know, I, I think it's just this one beacon of light that we always have to focus on, which is that they love us. And, and com- you know, compared to some other people's situations where that's not the case, that's not what we, like, I, I, you know, I honestly don't like this argument of like, oh, you know, always think of the worst off situation, you know, but I think it's kind of amazing, you know, that we have like two parents that love us, you know. That's just that's just not not for granted. I know. The, the problem I is know. not not a problem, but the 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 truth is is that people know how to love a certain way, and that can only be changed if you tell them. And yeah, and, me, and that's the that's the hard part. Yeah, but and then again, change is hard, you know, especially when it comes to something like love and how to love. So, Especially trying to break it to your parents that they were bad parents your whole life. See, <laughs> it's no, like, again, I don't think that's the way to frame it. You know, it's like it, it is kind of the way to frame it because, like, because well, I, well, I think in in that case, then you, you're painting them as enemies. You know, but really, they're oblivious friends. You know, yeah, but like, I, it, yeah, is but it not bad parenting? It I is. Think, I think if you, I think if you do that though, the, 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 the and I, I, I truly understand why. Why this is, why this type of parenting is not healthy, but when you say bad, it's implying that they're bad too. You know, and I think that puts a 
thinking like all the things that they actually do for us that are good. Like they're not bad people. They're just bad parents. They're, they're not bad people or bad parents. They're just parents that have done bad things. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's That's a huge difference. Yeah. You know, both you and I have done horrible things, I'm sure, in our perspective. But we're not fucking bad people. You know, I don't think I want to consider myself a bad person. Yeah. I don't think your your parents or my parents, I I really hope they <laughs> they don't want to think this way. But like, <laughs> I don't want I don't think they'd want to think themselves as bad parents. Like that that must feel fucking horrible to hear. Like imagine your kid calls you calls you a bad parent, you know, like fuck. That's literally like a failure of life, you know. Well, that's why it's always been so hard to to say that's something. Exactly, but I don't think that's the way to say it. Well, I mean, and d- believe me, I wouldn't fucking say like, "Mom, you know, you've been a shitty mom your whole life." Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, well, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, but what yeah. I would say is, but but like, I've always had that thought. Yeah, exactly. It's the thought that 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 counts. Yeah, and and I've had that thought too, you know. But you really, I I'm really, I'm really like supporting this side of this cow because. I think for the longest time I've saw it as their bad parents versus their parents who have done bad things or have not done the good things. I think that's the more important part. Parents who have not known how to do the good things. I get what you're saying. And, yeah. I, and I do agree with you. I do. Yeah. So please, no, no, really. Like I, yeah, I feel I really bad thinking about how I've thought about my parents before. And it took me to be away from them to really understand that I've really dicked hard on them for being innocent, for simply being ignorant in some ways. In other ways, they're fantastic, you know? Yeah. And I say all these things that I never have told them too. Maybe, maybe like, what I'm fucking scared is that like, maybe they've already picked up when I was younger that I didn't like them or that I thought they were bad parents. Like maybe they fucking picked up and maybe they're scared that I feel this way. And and maybe that's why my mom always calls me first, you know. I'm fucking scared that like, you know, what if I'm fucking 3,000 miles away from them? What if I I never see them again? From some freak accident, you know? Yeah. And they they leave thinking that. I mean, you sound like you need a lot of things resolved. I think we both do, you know. I agree. I, I think I'm not alone here, bro. Like, yeah, I mean, obviously, I, think, I have a lot of things I have to resolve. Yeah, and I think the first thing to resolve, one side that I've hopefully kind of resolved, at least we're started to, is that is to think of our, of our parents as as really as people who love as, us, but don't, yeah, just don't yeah, know yeah. how. Okay. Yeah, I agree. So, I do agree. Yeah, but obviously, like don't minimize how you feel because your parents just didn't know or something. But I I know, I know, I know, I know, I know you wouldn't think that, but I'm just saying like, yeah, no, I guess for our listeners. Yeah. No, I agree. But yeah. And, and the thing here is that it's, we can, we can minimize how we feel, but we can minimize how we think of their actions. I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah. But, yeah, I think this has been a really, really, really good podcast for. I agree too. How, how are you feeling about how are you feeling about lying down? <laughs> I like it. I like it. it, does, it yeah, just a different yeah. dynamic, I guess. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! 
Yeah, it's nice. I think you can have good conversations laying down. Fuck yeah, man. Bro, how it's could like, we do this in person? Imagine if we had like yeah, we just fucking like <laughs> <laughs> like a bed setup where yeah. we just podcast where we have like four people on beds just podcasting together. Yeah, just fucking staring at the ceiling and that might be it. There, yo, honest, low key, like that might honestly be an interesting setup. Like just lie down, I agree. Close, light, close, the, close the lights or like have like you know those LED lights that like shine blue, so like it feels yeah, like yeah. Point. Just fucking yo, honestly, I'm I'm imagining that right now. I I feel like that could actually be a thing. I agree too. Yeah, because I I don't know if you've seen like the other like sports podcast setups where like they're just in couches, they're just like sitting. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Uh, yo, yeah, just fucking just, <laughs> just <laughs> fucking bad. <laughs> yo, honestly, yeah, we call the sleep pod, or I don't even fucking know the the. The dream pod. The like, uh, there's there's definitely a good a good little pun that you can make out of that. Yeah, but yo, honestly, that would be a good studio, man. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh yeah, but um, but yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I suppose uh, today's the what day again? Twenty ninth. Yeah, twenty ninth. Twenty ninth. March is coming to an end. March is coming to an end. Shit. Well, hopefully we can leave this month behind because it's been a rough month. For- it's been one I'm definitely going to look back on in life. Very memorable. 2021, March, March 2021 is definitely been yeah. hit on one for the books. So, all, all right. right. Well, I, this is uh, this is how David and Cal felt on March 29th, 2021.